Insane Transformation with consultant and innovation expert, Mike Irossi. Good morning. It is 6.06 a.m. on a Tuesday coming to you from the nation's capital, Canberra, Australia. I'm your host, Mike Irossi. Wow, here we are. Imagine that change, transformation, innovation coming to you out of the nation's capital. It's true. It's happening. I had the most interesting thing happen to me the other day. And I can I can honestly say that this is the first time in my life this has ever happened. And I'm pretty sure it probably will never happen again. But this is something that just hit me right smack in my, was it hit me in my values or aligned? I think hit me in my values, probably not the right way to say it, but this is something that just deeply resonated with my values. And actually it, it just blew me away. I, I was getting a, I went in to get a haircut. So my hair was pretty long and past my shoulders. And I walked into the barber here in Curtin. Now, I'd, I'd never been to this barber before because I only recently relocated to Canberra and moved here. And I sat down to get the haircut, and it was a bit of a wait. There was somebody already in the chair, and they were chatting away, as barbers often do. So I just hopped up, you know, offered these guys each a coffee, and... They said, no, no, no big drama. So I went out, I got my coffee, I came back. And then I sat there and finished my coffee and, and, you know, just listened to the chatter. Now, when it was time for me to hop in the chair, I was standing there and the, the, the barber said, okay, well, what do you want? And before I sat down, I said, look, today's your day. So you, you choose. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? I said, well, you choose. You you tell me, you look at my face, you look at me, what do you think? I mean, what, what do you think would look good on me? You just, you go for it. You know, you know your business, you know your job. And the guy chuckled and he's like, no, seriously, what do you want? And I said, I want you to just pick something. So the guy said, okay, sit down. So I sit down and he's like, well, tell me, the, tell me about the length. I said, I don't care about the length. I said, sometimes my hair's shaved, my head's shaved. Sometimes I do an undercut and it's flopped over. Sometimes it's spiky. Sometimes I comb it back. Sometimes I comb it to the left, to the right, etc. You, you get the point. I said, literally, I, I wear every haircut you can imagine. All different kinds of stuff. So I said, you you just go at it. See what, see what you think makes the most sense. Right? So we, we, you know, we get into the haircut. I'm, you know, sitting there, he's chatting away. As he's chatting away, you know, another guy comes in. This was Ron. I later found out this was Ron. And so he's cutting my hair 
And as we're talking, and this is probably about, I don't know, 25 minutes, 30 minutes into the cut or something, he stops and says, you know, no, actually something else is coming out. I'm going to make a slight tweak to the length and I'm going to do something slightly different. So then he kind of changes the course of action that he was on. He tweaks it up a bit and then kind of lands with this finished product. And it's a, I don't even know how to describe it, but the front is long and the back is short. The the sides are kind of shaved, but they taper in, but it's almost like a kind of a, I've never seen this haircut before. It's like the, the front, like the bangs almost is almost like a, like an A-line kind of like a, you'd see on a woman where it kind of cuts back. So the top has like different lengths and then it gets shorter as it kind of blends into the top. One side's fairly short, the other side's a little bit longer. And then you actually sort of comb it almost straight back. It's really interesting. Anyway, quite like it. I never would have thought of this in a million years. So anyway, that's the haircut. And he gives, you know, blow dries me, holds up the mirror, love it. And then I stand up and he says, "Um, I'm I'm not going to charge you for today. Today's on me. This guy doesn't know who I am, doesn't know anything about me. You know, frankly, it doesn't matter. He just through the conversation and kind of welcoming me to to camber says look the haircut's on me and the haircut's on me i mean just just think about that for a second this is a barber it's a it's a small little barber shop it's one guy running this shop and th- that is his only source of revenue right and he's trading time for money he can't he can't do another 30 minutes and just magically make up the time. Well, maybe if he wanted to work extra hours in the day, that's number one. And if he had the customers sitting there waiting to get their hair cut, okay, maybe. But otherwise, you can't just simply reproduce the last whatever hour, 45 minutes, however long it took to get your hair cut and manufacture another you know, 30 bucks or whatever it is. So he gives me a free haircut. And that had such a huge impact on me. It's not about that I've never had a free haircut, although I've never had a free haircut. But it's about what it means. It's about what that gesture meant and how it resonated with me. I talk a lot about in the values episode, you know, and well, several episodes, I talk about this idea of my problem, right? Making problems the customer's problem. And it's almost like this is what businesses are designing their processes for. Like, how do I design a process to elevate as much of the effort to the customer? And we call it elevation to the super system because the customer sits within what we call a super system. And so many organizations design as much as they can of the process to push into the super system. And ultimately creates all these problems and dramas and everything for the customer. And then most services, most processes are poorly designed, if ever. Most just evolve right out of time and slamming together different people and systems and activities. Anyway, the opposite of that is someone who's running a small business who, instead of making this service or the outcome of this service your problem 
I don't know. What what do they do? They make it your pleasure. They make it your experience. You know, my, you know, my enjoyment. I mean, what it, what is the opposite of making it your problem? And I've actually never even thought about it because it just doesn't ever happen. So I walked away from that haircut and thought to myself, wow, number one, I'm definitely going to come back and see this guy. But number two, who can I tell? I thought, who can I tell about this haircut situation so that they go and they give this guy business? Like I I wanted to give him 10 times the amount of money that he would have made from giving me one haircut. I wanted him to have that back tenfold, and I still do. And I'm going to make sure that whenever I see somebody who looks like they need a haircut or when I'm talking to my you know friends here locally in Canberra, that I mention this barber. And this is the point of the podcast. There are so few people that actually legitimately care about the customer and want a good outcome for the customer. There are so few people that do this, that when you do do this, and if you do it well, you will always, always have more work than you can handle. Let's take trades for for a second. And again, this is, as far as I know, I mean, I've lived in Sydney. I haven't lived in the other capital cities other than Sydney and Canberra. But from my conversations with people, try dealing with a tradesperson. Try dealing with a Sparky, right? Sparky's an electrician. Try dealing with a Sparky. Try dealing with a roofer. Try dealing with a whatever, a plumber, a painter, whatever. Most of the stories that I hear from people are about how this person doesn't show up. They don't call me back. When they do call me back and we schedule a meeting, they don't show up. Or they start the work and they break something that wasn't broken. They leave a mess. They get paint everywhere. They... Um, they're just unreliable and they take five times as long as they said they were going to take, right? There's all of these dramas, all of these woes associated with this experience. But how often do you have someone who quotes you a price and you think it's a fair price, a reasonable price? So say $3,500 to come and do some work. How often do you have a person, a tradesperson, quote you $3,500, they tell you they're going to be at your house and maybe let's say you booked it a month in advance. Let's not say it's the next day because that makes it too easy. So you book this you book this individual a month out, okay? And it's Monday morning at 7 a.m. And guess what? They call you the day before to make sure that you're going to be home at mon- on Monday at 7 a.m. Then they show up on Monday at 7 a.m. And guess what? They say it's going to take a day to do the job and the job is done in the same day. It's clean. Nothing is broken. And instead of charging you $3,500, he says, you know what? We didn't have to do those other things that I thought we were going to do. It's only $3,000 for today. We don't do this. We don't do this well. It's like this haircut situation. This guy's going to get my business. I mean, he, he would have to screw up my hair so badly for me not to come back you know, in future visits. I mean, he's going to get my business probably for as long as I'm here now. The tradesperson, because tradespeople and trades businesses are so notoriously bad across this country, you have the opportunity as a business owner 
to do a couple things right and make the experience so amazing that that person tells as many of their friends that they can possibly think of because they want to make you money. They want to give you money. They want to make you more successful. That's the feeling you feel after you have such a great experience, isn't it? I think Jeff Bezos talked a little bit about that. I'm not exactly sure what he said, but I do remember something to that effect. Or maybe it was something to the effect of if someone has a bad experience, they're going to tell 100 people. But if they have a good experience, they're going to tell 10, something like that. But all I know is in my experience, when someone treats me well, someone treats me right, they give me an amazing experience that I go out and I try to tell as many people as I can. I try to help that person succeed. I mean, there's been plenty of times where I've offered somebody free consulting experience because I saw that their business had so much potential. I said, I will sit down and I'll do, you know, whatever. It could be a customer segmentation exercise or, you know, a process reengineering exercise or a new service development exercise. And I said, I would do this stuff for free because I wanted them to succeed, because I wanted them, I wanted them to make more money. So this is really the opposite of the my problem episode, isn't it? I don't know, my pleasure, my experience, my enjoyment, something like that. The point is, as a business owner, as, a, as an executive, as a CEO, we have the power to really transform someone's delight, someone's enjoyment that they wouldn't have otherwise had unless we actually walked that process We went out there and we experienced it and we went through it. So while while we're only talking about a haircut here, we're, we're actually using a haircut to talk about something so much more profound and so much more powerful. The absolutely positive human side of our interactions where you have individuals like Iraj who sits down and makes a bet on his customer to have a great day, to have a good experience, to enjoy the haircut. And as a craftsman, being able to share some skill that he's acquired over many years and actually give away that experience, that feeling. So quite impactful, quite profound, great thing to share with somebody. Anyway, so the customer experience side of things, the business side of things, if you're a small business owner, if you're an executive, think about your service design. Think about what it is you're doing. There's The, the competition is not doing this well. If you can get in and you can design a service and you can create an experience, an outcome for somebody that has this much enjoyment, this much satisfaction, it creates a fire within our customers. And it drives our customers to do things, to share their experience with as many people as possible, to consume more services, right? To go to to great lengths to tell the story to their friends, their family, their neighbors, okay? Which is exactly what I've done with Iraj and his business here in Curtin. Have a great day. We'll see you soon.